Welcome to the Highly Spirited Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie McNew. I love cocktails and I love the macabre. So every week I'm bringing you a cocktail recipe in history and some ghost stories. So let's get ready to get lit and get scared. Welcome back. We are 20 days out from Christmas. So if you're ordering all your gifts online, maybe get that wrapped up today. Make sure they get here in time. I also can't fucking count. We are 10 days out from Christmas, guys. It's so much closer. Definitely get that wrapped up or you might just like have to go in person and grab some things. I don't know. I am doing a Christmas series this year called Creepsmas. They're a different episode. They're um, dropping on Tuesdays. I have done the Krampus and the Yule Lads so far. So you might want to go check those out and they have a unique cocktail with them. So I think those are a lot of fun. They're really short episodes though. They really probably won't take you more than 10 or 15 minutes of your time. So please go check those out. Um, I would appreciate it. So anyways, today I'm going to cover country music legend Loretta Lynn's haunted Hurricane Mills house. But before we get to that, we do need a cocktail and it's going to be the Bushwhacker. A little over a year ago, I thought I was going to write a 50 states, 50 cocktails, 50 ghost book, but I hung that up real quick. That's a lot of research, a lot of time, and I'm not saying I won't ever come back to it. I just did not have the capacity to do that much last year. I might work on it this winter, though. I'm not like a go out and do things in the winter kind of person, so I might just sit on my couch and make that happen. I don't know, but I did reach out to a lot of friends in different states when I thought I was going to do this book. And my friend Ryan lives in Nashville, and I was like, hey, I need a Tennessee cocktail, and I don't want to do, like, Jack Daniels or, like, Tennessee Moonshine. Like, I want something unique because, I I mean, I like Jack Daniels, nothing against that. I just didn't want to do a Jack Daniels cocktail. So I reached out to my friend Ryan. He's great. He's made a lot of great cocktails. He's had one published. So I said, tell me something that's Nashville. And he said the Bushwhacker. So I had to look into that. Apparently, it's a Nashville staple, and it's like if a pina colada and a mudslide had a baby. It was created in 1975 in St. Thomas at the Ship Store in Sapphire Pub. How it became a Nashville staple, I'm not really sure, but Nash is a tourist town, and this is like a tourist-ass cocktail if there ever was one, so it kind of makes sense to me. It's a little bit like a boozy milkshake, so let's make one. It's two ounces dark rum one ounce of coffee liqueur, like a Kahlua, one ounce of cream de cow, two ounces of whole milk, one ounce of cream of coconut, like the Coco Lopez you get in the can. You're going to garnish with fresh nutmeg. So to make it, you're going to add the dark rum, the Kahlua, the dark cream de cow, the whole milk, the cream of coconut, and a cup of ice into a blender and blend until it's like throffy. And then you're going to pour it into a hurricane glass and put the nutmeg on top. It really does sound delicious. Um, I might have to try one. So check that out. It is the Bushwhacker. I will be right back with Loretta Lynn's Haunted House. Hey guys, it is the holiday shopping season and I know you want to shop small or maybe you don't, but good for you. I'm kind of a small business owner and I have two books that are on, uh, that are on Amazon. So if you search for Drinking with the Stars, S. McNew, or Monster Mixology, S. McNew, you can find those on Amazon and it supports me, a very small business, a very small human. So go check those out um, if you want to. I also have an Etsy shop, Gothic Glow Candle Co. 
That is going to shut down December 13th just to make sure I have time to ship everything for the holidays. So whether you want cocktail books or candles, I have both. Check out both my businesses. I would really appreciate it. And happy holidays. Happy shopping. Let's get back into it. Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter, country music superstar, and a believer in the supernatural. Loretta Lynn has never shied away from talking about the paranormal and her apparent psychic abilities. Given that she was born and raised in Johnson County, Kentucky, this does not surprise me. Lots of spooky things happen in that area, so much so that people in that area of the South paint the ceilings of their porches a color called Hank Blue. The color is a light blue, and the belief is is that it will confuse ghosts into thinking it's the sky, so they'll just pass on through. I've also heard lesser, though, that the color is designed to look like water instead of the sky, and ghosts can't pass through water. So either way, it's a superstition that protects your home from ghosts, and that's a big deal in, like, Appalachia, where she's from, and kind of low country in South Carolina as well. Those areas are highly superstitious, And being that's where she's from, it makes a lot of sense that she would believe in ghost stories. One of Loretta's psychic abilities is the day her father died, she woke up screaming and told her husband she had a dream that her father had died. He tried to reassure her that her father was fine, there was nothing to worry about, but she couldn't shake the feeling. Later that day, she got the phone call that her father had died of a massive stroke. Years later, she went back to her childhood home, known as Butcher Holler, and saw her father's ghost sitting on the front porch. Major hauntings didn't start for her, though, until she moved into Hurricane Mills. So I spent most of my life believing that Hurricane Mills was the house's name. Because you know when you get a fancy enough house, like, it comes with a name. Like, that's a goal in life. Like, I want a house with a name. (laughs) But Hurricane Mills is actually the town that the house is in, and she owns the whole damn town. So Hurricane Mills is in Tennessee, and it's just an hour away from Nashville. So, yeah, she owns the town, and the house is just referred to as Loretta Lynn's Ranch. If you wanted to, you could actually stay the night in this house, and there's a dude ranch on the property as well for guests to enjoy. The original house is gorgeous. It's a stately mansion with white pillars adorning the front. It's exactly the kind of house I picture when someone mentions to me a southern mansion. It is this house. It's a Civil War era home, and I'd suspect that that's part of the reason it's so haunted. Loretta's twins even reported seeing ghosts of Confederate soldiers on the property when they were children, and often told their mother there were people in their room at night. Loretta looked into the history of the home and found a Civil War battle was actually fought on the property, and 19 Confederate soldiers are buried on it as well. Loretta's sons, when they were younger, had told her they saw the ghost of the soldiers in their bedroom. The ghosts of former slaves are also still haunting the property, and Loretta has reported hearing the rattling of chains coming from certain areas of the home. That one, like, gives me cold chills. I don't like that. Um, sad. Loretta even held a seance once to try to connect with some of the spirits in her house. One did answer and stated the name Anderson, then violently began shaking the table that the seance attendees were sitting at. The table ended up breaking after the spirit slammed it into the floor. It was concluded that the spirit was James Anderson, a former owner of the property, and he's even buried on it. Another ghost Loretta frequently spotted was believed to be Beulah Anderson, who was often seen on the property crying. It's believed she's grieving over one of her babies who had died. Loretta tried to have the house cleansed, but it was unsuccessful. A disembodied voice actually yelled at the practitioner to get out. And that practitioner she had hired was James Van Praa, a renowned psychic author and TV host. 
he did take the spirit's advice, got out, and never returned to Hurricane Mills. Like, this dude was a pro. Like, you know, there's a lot of, like, wishy-washy, like, fake psychics on TV. This guy was kind of a pro, though. Like, I feel like he knew what he was doing, and he got so scared he's never coming back. She definitely had some major ghosts in this house. The balcony of the home is also a hotspot of paranormal activity. One day, Loretta pulled in the driveway knowing the only person that would be home was Gloria, her children's babysitter. There was a woman wearing white on the balcony, pacing and wringing her hands like something was very wrong. Gloria and Loretta went upstairs to investigate, and as expected, they found no one. Visitors to the house even today report seeing full-body apparitions on the balcony. Other hauntings in the house are pretty typical. There's, there's footsteps, door slamming, and quite annoying to the housekeeping staff, pictures and frames being knocked crooked. Like, they will straighten them, and then minutes later, they're crooked again. It's just a never-ending battle. These ghosts say, like, fuck your photos. I want to mess them up. So, yeah, that happens. But that is Hurricane Mills. Yeah, Loretta fully believed this house was haunted, and she even saw, like, you know, shared her experiences. She was never shy about it. Hurricane Mills, I would love to visit that someday. I think that would be a fun stay, especially because there's a dude ranch. I want to go ride a horse at a haunted house. That sounds like a fucking great vacation. That's what I'm going to do for my birthday next year. Chris is going to be thrilled. <laughs> Anyways, that is Hurricane Mills. I hope you enjoyed it. I will be back next week with another episode. We're going to do haunted malls, so that one should probably be a little bit longer than this one was. Um, please give us a like, review, follow on Instagram, tell a friend. Cheers.